It's time for another Anchor Profile interview. It's episode 40, and uh, we had the pleasure of talking with Gary Skip from Motorspit. He's very active on Anchor. He is into motorsports. Uh, he really does a lot of things. Very positive, enthusiastic, passionate. This is going to be a very inspiring interview, so get ready to be blessed by it. Uh, Gary's from the UK, and it's pretty cool there uh, in the universities. Uh, at the college level, you take motorsports as a sport in college, and then they have, you know, races at the collegiate level. And so that's where he got into motorsports. And uh, wow, it, it's just fascinating. This is a great example of someone who is audio blogging, true audio blogging, and he's sharing his uh, journey, so to speak. So he has a, a lot of positive things to share, and quite fascinating to always listen to someone from across the pond. And then uh, after him, we're going to have back-to-back episodes here. Episode 41, we're going to feature Mark Anthony from the UK, who uh, is quite fascinating as well. He has a dem- demolition news. And so these are going to be great back-to-back international interviews. First, we'll hear from Gary from Motor Spit. Take it away, Gary. Welcome to the Anchor Talk Podcast. It's time for our profile interview segment. And I'm very pleased to have as our guest today, Gary from Motorspit. Gary, how are you doing today from the UK? Dan, what's up, my man? Thanks for taking my interview. I'm doing very well, thank you. I've spent the entire day at the Silverstone Motor Racing Circuit, so I'm feeling pretty good right now. That is awesome. Yes, I, I heard some of your uh, your uh, audio clips on Anchor earlier. Uh, tell tell us uh, a little bit more about your day and, and what you do. Uh, that's awesome. I am a club-level racing driver in the United Kingdom, and the reason I was at Silverstone today, uh, I went with my buddy Paul, who's a shifted gearbox go-kart racer. And uh, Paul's decided to retire from go-kart racing this year. And after watching the Le Mans 24 hours on TV uh, in June of this year, he said he might be interested in doing endurance racing in cars. Um, And I've raced in club enduro before with my Toyota MR2. And uh, I said I'd take him along, show him the gang, show him the team that I race with, show him the racing and the format, and uh, get a bit of the vibe, get a bit of the atmosphere, and see if it was something he was interested in. So that's what we've been up to today. Well, the, that sounds very exciting. Uh, Gary, uh, it's great to talk with you uh, one-on-one on the interview here. Uh, it's been uh, really fun to uh, hear you on Anchor, which, of course, we're doing this interview on. Uh, and You have your own uh, station and channel on Anchor. Uh, tell everyone how they can uh, hear your station and, and kind of connect with you there. Sure thing, Dan. My station is called Motor Spit, uh, which I, I thought that would be neat little play on words uh, for motorsport and you know giving some audio lyrical content on there uh, so you can find me at anchor.fm slash motorspit um, I'm on other social networks as well you can get me Instagram and Twitter which is at Gary Skip Racing that's Skip with two P's and yeah that's it I started Anchor I joined Anchor in October of 2016 uh, on version one, and then I took okay, a little break. Okay, very good. Yeah, I, I took a little break earlier this year. Pretty much when version two arrived, because I opened it up and I didn't like it. And then um, for some reason, 
I decided to start using it again, and that was maybe a month or two months ago. So I'm absolutely loving it. You know, uh, with the the new version and a lot of the new features, it seems to really make it easy to connect with people. And I know you're one that's uh, in the community uh, pretty much on a daily basis, aren't you? Yes, I am. I am now, yeah. Like I said, I've become an addict, really. And uh, I'd agree with you that the second version of Anchor, the one we're all enjoying at the moment, it does make it a lot easier to connect with people. Um, Where I think it falls down a little is to discover content. So I think version one had that had more of a hashtag type culture and type feature where you could discover people's segments uh, using hashtags. And now it's just searching uh, through keywords, I'm pretty sure. And um, but, yeah, connecting with people, uh, the whole echo thing and the call ins feature works brilliantly. Interviews as well is an absolutely fantastic feature. I was so excited about it when it first arrived. But then being in the UK, I got so sad that I couldn't use it. Um, I'm really pleased that we can do this. I didn't even know I could call uh, a U.S. number until uh, a few days ago. And as soon as I found out, I immediately signed up for Anchor Talk interviews. Yes. Uh, we. Uh, this is kind of a workaround, I guess we could say. Uh, right now, uh, I'm in the U.S. I'm in Virginia, and I cannot do an interview to an outside country. I've already had – you know, you're my third – UK interview just in the last three days. <laughs> Isn't that cool? That is cool. Yeah, that is definitely cool. Yes, and, and I've, I've already done one in Canada. You're my tenth interview, and this has been so fun. Uh, you know, the interview is a powerful feature, but uh, you, I just don't hear a whole lot of them. And I thought, you know what? Let, let's see if we can, you know, promote this. But the workaround is, I can't call you through the app and do an interview right now, but you can call me. So I appreciate you calling and uh, this will be recorded, uh, you know, on your side of things. And if you could just forward the email that you get uh, automatically when this is done, then we can both post it. So, so that's pretty cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's a surprise bonus for us having to do it this way, but um, yeah, all, all clear on that. You'll get it. No problem. That's awesome. So let me ask you a little bit more about your racing. I know, uh, you know, an average person is just fascinating with the racing world, and you provide just this uh, unique glimpse into that world. Uh, tell us a little bit more. I know uh, when you filled out uh, your your form, just to, to kind of give me a little more background, you, you said you're 29 years old, self-funded race car driver in the U.K., and you've been racing since 2014 in the Toyota MR2 Championship and 750 Motor Club Road Sports Series. And uh, you, you mentioned that your personal ambition is to race in the Le Mans, right? Yes. Yeah, total ambition, huh? <laughs> that, that's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to sort of, I, I would spin the line that I started as an adult and I made it as an adult. Now, I've got a long way to go before I've made it, but I think within the motor racing space, the general consensus of opinion is that if you want to get to a professional level, even as a gentleman driver, because there are outlets by which you can fund yourself into a seat and drive at the highest level, um, you still have to have that experience of having started racing go-karts when you were six years old, eight years old, and really having you know done it since uh, an early age. And I don't have that. You know, I'll come straight up. I, I didn't come from 
a family that was involved in motorsport. I didn't come from uh, much of a privileged background that they could put me in a go-kart and pay for me to race uh, during my school days and my college days. The first time I got involved in motorsport was when I was at university, at college, uh, studying for my degree. And the college had a go-kart team as a sports team, as a, a sports society. And uh, I was able to join that. And I got the college had its own league, which I competed in. I finished second in that in my first year. And awesome. um, it also, yeah, thanks. It was uh, it was really cool for me because I I didn't even know if I was any good. I'd always been passionate about racing, but I didn't know, you know, I could have turned up and just sucked. Um, the side effect of that was that I made it onto the university karting team that then competed in the British Universities Championship. Um, okay. I, got, I got on like the the F team, you know, the, the last pick. <laughs> well, okay, so let me, just so I understand it, uh, so motorsports is a sport in college in the UK, is that right? Yes, I think that's fair to say. Yes, it is. Okay, I'm I'm I'm, I'm not uh, you know an expert at all, but I'm not sure that it's set that way up here in the US. It'd be if it is, it's the first time I'd be aware of it. So it may be kind of a unique situation in the UK, perhaps. Yes, I, I'd probably agree that it is. Um, you might get it in some other European countries, Italy. I, if I was going to guess any other country that did that sort of thing, uh, sort of through college to university, I'd guess Italy, because uh, the Italians are very passionate about their motorsport and uh, most of the go-kart industry is based in Italy, where all the, the best chassis and uh, other components, motor manufacturers and things like that, they generally come out of that part of the world. Um, but yeah, I'd say that motorsport is a, a university sport here in the UK. The, the British Championship has teams from more than 20 universities. I, I feel safe in saying that. Fascinating. Wow, that that's very cool. You know, you, you mentioned the go-karts, and uh, I'm 58, so this is showing my age, but, uh, you know, back in the 70s, uh, early 70s, I got my first go-kart. We lived, we had some land, and I just remember just looking forward to getting home from school, and the first thing I did was hit the go-kart and I built a little track, and uh, it, it was awesome. A lot of fun. Yeah, sounds awesome. I, um, I can actually relate to that story because uh, I did a student exchange while I was at college, and I went to uh, a town called New Bern in North Carolina. And the the family there, they had a go-kart for their boys to ride. And I remember arriving, I was like, oh, you've got a go-kart, that's awesome. You know, I, I wish I would have had that when I was a kid, so I could do exactly what oh, you yeah. described and just get home and ride it. That would have been fantastic. Yeah. Well, uh, now I, I'm checking out your Facebook page here. And, again, it's facebook.com slash um, – let me see. I just wanted to make sure uh, you said it was Motor Spit Page. So that's Motor, then S-P-I-T-P-A-G-E. Yeah, and, that's, uh, that's hey, a very I, new page. <laughs> okay, awesome. Yeah, and I see, I mean, how cool is this? Your Facebook cover is a captured picture of, of one of your Anchor uh, episodes. That's pretty that's legit. Right, yes. <laughs> no, I'm glad yeah. you like it. That, that's cool. Yes, and uh, I see you have... Uh, uh, a story, uh, an audio segment just from a couple of days ago that talks about your beginnings, originating mm -hmm. a passion and uh, culminating. So I would encourage people to go to your Facebook site and uh, you know check that out as well as directly on Anchor. 
So uh, very good. So now where did you go to university in the UK and where do you live now? I went to university in Coventry. Um, at the time, I was living in Solihull. Both of those places are cities south of Birmingham, which is directly in the middle of the UK, uh, about 100 miles north of London. Um, and uh, I actually did race car engineering as a degree at university because I just I can't get enough racing. You know, everything in my life is pretty much uh, revolves around motorsport. And I, I live in Solihull now still, uh, and I work in Coventry where I went to college. There was a period of my life where I lived in the city of Gloucester, which is toward the southwest, out towards Wales and the Bristol Channel. And I lived there for a couple of years uh, and just moved back this way uh, due to work last year. Got a different job, so that's where I'm at at the moment. It's quite handy because being right in the middle of the country and with the UK not being that big a place, it enables me to get to all the racetracks relatively easily because I just go out from the middle. That's great. Uh, a quick personal note, uh, I had a chance to visit England uh, about six years ago with a choir here from the U.S., and my daughter uh, went with me, and we rented a car. Of course, the unique thing when you're compared you know, to the U.S., uh, you, you drive on the opposite side of the road, mm-hmm. but I wasn't ready for the fact that you're also on the opposite side of the car. You know, you're on the right <laughs> side yes. and the left, yeah. and then there's a lot more stick shifts there. And it was then with my left hand, and I was very thankful that I learned how to ride stick shift, but it it was uh, different driving, having three things that were different, uh, different side of the road, different side of the car, and then I'm, you know, changing gears with your left hand. Yeah, absolutely. Um, (laughs) I I had the same experience um, when I went to North Carolina because I got hold, or rather um, I was given the chance to drive. Um, the, the gentleman's car, which was a, let me get it right, it was a Mustang. Which Mustang was it? I can't remember the name, but it was a hot Mustang, and that was a stick shift. And I, I was quite used to that because, like you correctly say, the UK actually has more manual transmission cars than automatic ones. And the automatic transmission cars over in England are seen as the luxury cars, and they cost more. And I know it's the other way around in the, the U.S. But, yeah, like you said, you're on the other side of the car. So I had to uh, change gears with my right <laughs> hand, which is the complete opposite of what you've just said. And I, I found that strange as well. So it's funny that we both sort of shared that same experience. Okay, so just so we're comparing uh, apples to oranges here. When you're racing in the U.K., I mean, you're used to being on the right side and shifting with your left hand. Is that right? That's correct, yeah. Okay. Very good. Well, okay, so then the second thing is, so I get on the highway, and then, uh, you know, we have the GPS, and uh, the very first time we came up to a roundabout, I really had to do some quick thinking because it said, you know, in 400 yards, turn left at the roundabout. But everyone was going, you know, counterclockwise, (laughs) and you couldn't turn left. So my brain had, you know, I had to really, you actually turn right first in the roundabout, you pass the first two stops and then you end up going left, right? And so, <laughs> yeah, I can uh, see said, why that would be confusing. That's a bad <laughs> instruction from the GPS. Yes, it said turn left at the roundabout and go on the motorway. Yeah, and I'm thinking, no, it definitely should have said take left. the third exit. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> 
And then uh, we did have uh, a day where we drove into London, and uh, my daughter wanted to drive around downtown London, and it was just like, okay. Anyway, I can say I conquered downtown London uh, with all the double-deckers and the taxis. That was a wild experience in itself. Yeah, I don't know if I would fancy driving around London, if I'm honest with you. Every time <laughs> I've been, I've taken the train in, and then I just ride the tube or, or walk around. So <laughs> I can honestly say I've never driven around London. I'll tell you what, if you, when you're at a stoplight in downtown London, if you don't move within one second of the light turning green, they're honking for you, to go, <laughs> you know? So yeah. that was my goal, to try to be, not be honked at, you know? <laughs> so uh, let, let me ask you, Gary, uh, with your, your anchor channel, uh, you just have so much positive energy and passion, and uh, you're relatively new to social media, you said, but you're just naturally connecting with people and uh, I know you're really making an impact. That, I think just, that's really awesome. No, I'm very pleased to hear that. That means a lot to me uh, to get that feedback. Always uh, good to hear things like that from some. I mean, I, I guess you've uh, been exposed to all sorts of people and users on Anchor as well. So, uh, no, I'm really pleased to hear you say that. Thank you. Yes, and so I know... Uh, what you mentioned here in the form that you filled out for me is that, of course, you, you love to just uh, audio blog, essentially, your daily life and your racing career, uh, news, you know, about uh, the motorsport. And then, as you say, your occasional dash of mindfulness for a winning mentality. I love that. I love the kind of occasional dash. So give us some dash here for mindfulness <laughs> Uh, relating to the winning mentality. I think we could all use that. Certainly. I, I think the winning mentality is uh, essential, really, for most people just to be comfortable with their lives and understand where it is they're going and, and retain that positive energy that you mentioned just a second ago. I don't like to go overboard on the station because, uh, like you said, I like to just talk about my life and talk about things I'm passionate about, the motor racing, whether that's the outside world or whether it's my world, but something that's happened um, that's helped me rather during my journey just in life in general is to sort of understand what my purpose is and the things that uh, are dear to me. And as long as I can demonstrate that I'm comfortable with my life and where I'm going and that I'm happy with what's going on, I think that other people, when they uh, consume that, when they hear about that, through Anchor, it can help them because um, they think, well, if he, if he can have a happy life, I can have a happy life. And it, it might not be that they have to go out and be a race car driver like me because uh, not everyone's interested in race car driving. But if their thing is playing the guitar or if their thing is watercolor painting, then, you know, maybe they can draw some inspiration that they can make it happen for themselves as well. Very inspiring words. And uh, I, I really agree with that. You know, I've found in the anchor community, there seems to be a lot of positiveness and a lot of encouragement, people wanting to share, help others, encourage. Uh, do you find that as well? Definitely. I think it's, it's surprising, actually, um, the, the amount of sort of positive encouragement you do get on anchor. You know, I think 
a lot of the social media platforms that are, are popular, if we accept that Anchor is relatively new and has a relatively small community versus something like YouTube or Facebook or Instagram, um, I think it's, you know, a lot, of, a lot of the time, if you go onto those platforms and you post something as a content curator and you maybe have expectations of what's going to happen, a lot of the time it's a drop in the ocean and it's tumbleweeds. Whereas I think the people on Anchor at the moment, at least, want to be on Anchor. So they want to engage and they want to create an audience and they want to encourage others that are creating. So there's a general sort of positive vibe about the place that I really dig. And uh, I certainly never would have expected the sort of reception that I'm getting from, uh, let's say, ordinary, everyday, non-racing folk. Um, I mean, Rex from the Maven's Top 3, he left me a call in the other day saying I've turned him to racing and he's going to go out and find a dirt track in Oklahoma. I mean, that, to me, that's the most rewarding thing that I could get out of that platform because there's a guy here who has no interest in motorsport whatsoever. And after connecting uh, with me through the platform of Anchor, he's now taken it up as an interest. I mean, I don't know what more I can do, you know, to inspire my passions within other people. It's fantastic. Wow, I'm I'm getting uh, goosebumps after that uh, story that you shared, and to think, uh, you know, although we're separated, uh, you know, by the Atlantic Ocean in this case, U.S. and uh, U.K., uh, look at how the connection can be made in this modern day of technology. That's pretty cool, isn't it? It is awesome. Yeah, I mean, the fact that we're having this call as well is, is very intriguing. Uh, as a prospect for future communication. And, uh, yeah, it is it is a fantastic thing. I certainly agree with you. Well, I mentioned uh, I have – you're my third U.K. interview. And uh, this has been interesting because I just started this a little over a week ago, and I just wanted to encourage people to use the interview feature. And I set up a landing page where people could sign up, and I assume it was pretty easy for you. Uh, you know, you found a time that was convenient. Of course, you're five hours later there in the UK. So uh, the timing worked out, but uh, I haven't chosen anyone. Everyone has signed up has just said, Hey, I think I want to, you know, I think it'd be cool to be interviewed, but I just think it's very cool that of the first 10 interviews, one has been from Canada, three, the UK, and then of course, six have been from the U S. So uh, uh, I'll mention that, uh, I, I posted uh, actually yesterday uh, an interview with Anna Guerra, and she's from Portugal, but she's getting her master's degree in the UK. And then I'll be just posting here in just uh, an hour or so uh, of an interview with Mark Anthony from Demolition News, and he's from the UK as well. So you guys are going to have to have a meetup or something here soon. <laughs> yeah, I know um, I know Anna reasonably well. We've talked uh, on Anchor quite frequently um, and I know of Mark as well so I guess it just goes to show the appetite for uh, Anchor and growing the platform and engaging with one another that we have even though we're outside of the US and you know we're willing to overcome some of the small barriers uh, that the interview platform currently has such as uh, the international callings you know we're willing to find those workarounds and give you those interviews well, in closing, Gary, uh, I'm just going to give you one more opportunity to kind of just reach out to the anchor community and just kind of share your heart uh, before we close this interview. Certainly, thanks. It's um, 
I'm going to try and uh, use a few words from the, the segment that I echo reasonably uh, often on my station, which is my mission and then my passion, which is that, of course, I'm going to talk about race cars. Of course, I'm going to talk about motorsport when I'm on anchor because those are my passions. But the real reason that I created this station, there's a human story there, which is my story and my journey. And like I mentioned when we were talking about uh, mindfulness and motivation, if you can, if there's a listener on Anchor out there that can listen to my station and sort of enjoy my energy and my vibe and take, take me as an example, if you like, of someone who's sort of following their passions and doing what it is they love to do, if I can reach or inspire one person to do the same thing in their world, then that's, that's fantastic. That's, you know, a secondary purpose, not just to bring uh, racing news, not just to give my opinions on Formula E, but to show people that they can enjoy the life that they want to have uh, and, and share it with others as well, because it can be valuable to other people to see, uh, to, to hear rather on Anchor and to consume that kind of content. Very well put, and again, very inspiring. In the Anchor community, we're going to all be able to say uh, in the future, hey, we knew Gary when, okay, because uh, <laughs> I know you're going nothing but up in the motorsports uh, arena. That's that's great. Uh, great. You know, thanks. That's, you've got me lost for words a little bit there, so I uh, mumbled that one. But, uh, no, I really appreciate it, Dan. Much appreciated. Thank you. Yes, well, again, your anchor uh, station is anchor.fm slash motorspit. That's motor S-P-I-T, kind of a nice little takeoff there. And uh, you can follow Gary on Instagram and Twitter uh, at Gary Skip. That's S-K-I-P-P, two Ps, and then racing, Gary Skip Racing. And at his Facebook site, uh, facebook.com slash motorspit page. So I think I got all those uh, connections correct, right? 100%. Yep. All right. Awesome. Well, I, w- I want to thank you again, Gary, for calling in. And uh, th- th- this is just awesome. I mean, I love the call-ins where you can go back and forth, but it's uh, nothing like just talking one-to-one conversationally, right? No, absolutely fantastic. And, you know, uh, you take the opportunity to thank me. I'll take the opportunity to thank you. I think the kind of the tips, the hints, and the technical details about using Anchor as a platform that you publish on your station is also invaluable for new new people. You know, if they're going to join the platform and they don't know what they're doing, then, you know, you've got all the fire from day one saved on your podcast and episode section that they can digest, as well as the daily content. So, you know, thanks for the work that you're doing as well, Dan. And hopefully um, you'll be setting an example to the whole Anchor community leading the way with this interview feature and it'll become more popular and we can get some more interviews going with the other stations as well. Cause I, I know I'd really like to see that happen. Well, uh, very kind words and you, we're all learning together. I mean, I learn every single day and I mean, the interview is this easy. I mean, you just literally called me from within your anchor app. I answered, we're talking, uh, anchor has been recording it. We'll upload it. And it's that easy. So yeah, I, I agree with you. I hope more people can utilize this future or this feature in the future, certainly. So thank you, Gary. Uh, you are part of our 
first 100 interviews that uh, we have a goal to do here on Anchor Talk Station. Uh, we just broke double digits. Gary's our 10th interview, <laughs> and uh, I would just encourage anyone who'd like to be interviewed. It, it's just a fun experience. Uh, I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying it to get getting to know the Anchor members. Uh, and now every time I see Motor Spit, I'll just it'll be a different feeling after we've had this kind of one-on-one sharing of a conversation, won't it? Yeah, I think it will. I think that's a very valid point to make. Um, I know a few of the users already that are using call-ins regularly um, have a different kind of relationship with one another when they go on the station. It's like you're hanging out with your friends, you know. It's it's not like you're, you're dialing into a station and you've just got this talking voice at the other end. You know, you really get that that human connection. And uh, it's good to hear you say that, and uh, I think I share the sentiment. Yes, exactly. Well, if you'd like to be interviewed here on our part of our uh, Anchor Profile Interview uh, series, all you have to do is go. It's a new website I'll share. It's anchorinterviews.com. Find a time just like Gary did from the U.K. Uh, hey, if, if we can figure out how to do this workaround from the U.K., then others, especially that live in the U.S., this is a piece of cake. I, I just call you, and we just we just talk. So anchorinterviews.com, and we'll keep it going. Gary, thank you so much, and we'll be following your motorsports career, certainly. Thank you very much, Dan. All the best to you. Okay, thank you. Welcome to Episode 38 of the Anchor Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Davidson. It's Anchor Profile Interview Time. Today's guest is Christina Myers. She is fairly new to Anchor, but she's already jumping into podcasting. And I think she said she was going to do some podcast binging this weekend. That's pretty cool. I mean, there's Netflix binging and then there's podcast binging. Christina has a handle on Anchor, and this is what it is. It's The Faithanista. I love that coined word. It's a little takeoff on Fashionista. And as she says in the interview... Uh, Her station is about how she wears her faith well. She shares openly about some struggles with anxiety and depression, and how her faith has helped her along the way. You can join her journey by listening to the interview and following her station. So let's sit back. This is kind of fireside chat time here, and uh, I want to encourage everyone to do more interviews. It is an amazing tool, and... uh, just do it. Try try some interviews out with your friends. Uh, we'd love to interview more Anchor members. We have already interviewed eight people in the first week. Very excited on our way to our goal of 100 people. Go to anchorinterviews.com and you can sign up for a time as well. For now, let's listen to the Faithanista, Christina Myers. <laughs> 